Hello everyone and welcome to the NARSA weekly update for the week commencing Monday the 19th of July 2021. It's Gary Gillen here and I'm your host again for this week's edition and I trust that everyone is having a great week thus far. The proper season is creeping ever closer for us with only about 12 or 13 days to go now until we truly get back into competitive action to defend our title and I'm starting to feel like I'm getting the battle fever on again I think. I think I've said before that while I completely understand the need for pre-season games for a whole host of reasons, I just can't get myself completely motivated for them at all. It's the very same for, for my own team that I play on here in Calgary. I just have little interest in, in playing if it isn't going to mean something or be at least competitive. And, and not that I'm an ultra-competitive guy and like it's all about winning mentality, far from it. I like to play every sport. I play with a bit of a smile on my face and have as much fun as possible, but I just can't get motivated when the main output is conditioning and sharpness and fitness, etc. But that's that's just me. Anywho, on to, to content for this week. From a game segment perspective, the team did battle to a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a bland 2-2 draw with Arsenal this past Saturday with are giving us a good look at the variety that we have across the squad, you know, with a, a lot of rotation happening again. We scored two really good goals and I thought we gave away two unfortunate ones, which is kind of always the way, isn't it? I thought their first goal was an absolute stonewall handball and the second one was just some dodgy defending, unfortunately. But how great was it to see the flags gone and a certain number of, of blue noses in the stands at the game? Just... Another significant step towards our new normalcy and, and it's quite amazing just how much noise the 2,000 or so bears that were allowed to, to be in during the game actually made and it was just a friendly so hopefully this week sees us being allowed more for the upcoming friendlies with, with Brighton and Real Madrid this coming weekend which are indeed our next two games after this Wednesday's game against Blackpool had to be cancelled after they experienced a COVID outbreak at their place. And that's really, really too bad. As I understand, there was about 4,500 Rangers fans going to be travelling to that game to get a live glimpse of the team and have a wee holiday in there to boot. And it's a real shame that they don't get to see the team, I'm sure that many of them will probably still travel down there anyway and I hope that everyone stays safe and has a very staunch time when they are down there and I guess that's just really a matter of, of understanding this is a reality now and stuff like this can happen from time to time and probably will happen from time to time in terms of, of game movement and, and stuff like that. So we'll see, we'll see what that means in terms of our overall preparedness, but it's one less game than we were planning to have. So just on that, Saturday the 24th of July, this coming Saturday, we have Brighton at home with a 12.30pm Eastern Standard Time kickoff. That's 5.30pm UK time. And then the very next day we have none other than Real Madrid at 6pm UK time. That's 1pm Eastern Standard Time here as well. With both games being good kickoff times for us here in North America, I'm, hopefully, I'm hopeful you'll get the chance to, to visit your club and maybe have a wee lubrication sensation or two to enjoy the talent that will be on show in both matches and none more so than our own team, the world-famous Glasgow Rangers. So from an RTV perspective, I I do know that that many of the voucher subscriptions that we issued 
before for both club and individual subscriptions will be expiring in the next wee while, which will likely have an impact on accessing the games this coming weekend. We started issuing vouchers last year in July. July 21st was actually the first ones that we had sent out. And I do know that they have a one year and a 12 month expiry on that as well, just in case you didn't know that one year was 12 months. <laughs> and so the people that that activated their, their voucher, whether it be for a club or, or individuals, as I said, immediately after receiving them, then will not likely have any access this coming weekend. However, myself, Alan McWatt and Brian Campbell are meeting with David Melvin from Rangers TV on Tuesday morning, our time to further our conversations around preparedness and planning for the 2021-22 season. It was supposed to be last Friday, but David ended up having a bit of a conflict at his side, so we did reschedule to 8am my time tomorrow. So once we find out our approach to the season and specifically to what we're doing from a voucher's perspective for this coming weekend, we'll definitely send information and communication to all of the NARSA clubs so they can get that information to their membership. Uh, regarding the Tranmere Rovers game from a couple of weekends back, we still haven't managed to get to the bottom of what happened with the RTV feed. As I mentioned last week, my understanding is that the issue was actually with Trammy Rovers feed that we were just picking up and, and distributing. But I didn't get that fully confirmed. I did ask again today, but it was a wee bit after hours, so so maybe David didn't get it. Uh, but hopefully we'll, we'll get that information at tomorrow's meeting and we can disseminate that to the membership or let everyone know on the pod next week. From a shout-outs perspective for this week, I wanted to start with a very special one. And congratulate my good friend and good friend of NARSA, David Edgar of the Heart and Hand Rangers podcast for being 12 years sober yesterday. And that's, a, that's an amazing feat. David, as you'll know, is our MC for Las Vegas. He was supposed to be our MC for San Francisco, which never happened. And then for Bramalee, which never happened. <laughs> so now we're third time's a charm. And we're going to welcome him over to our largest ever convention in Las Vegas, Nevada next year. And and really, really looking forward to having him as the heartbeat of the whole event, which of course is what the MC is. And it really is a remarkable achievement for, for any person suffering from any form of addiction to be able to first be able to kick the addiction and then to have been so successful to to manage to to stay sober for 12 years is just an incredible achievement so david all the very best and well done my friend and keep up the great work and here's to the next 12 years that's a great a great shout out to start off with and i did put a bit of a plug on the nasa communications whatsapp list a wee while ago saying, can somebody please give me a shout out? Because, you know, I kind of struggle with this and I don't understand why people don't want their stuff on this yet. And I did get one back from Hugh Searle from Burlington saying, asking me to say, no surrender. So, so there you go. That's how easy it is. But if you have anything at all, a club anniversary, a shout out, a thank you, a birthday, or basically anything at all that you would like to, to have on the pod anytime, please, by all means, let me know. And I would be more than happy to mention anything, especially if it's good news, but it doesn't have to be good news, of course, as well. You can get a hold of me at my Rangers SCC at hotmail.com email address. That's two S's and two C's. So from a convention update perspective uh, this week, the, the, the main update is we are still in talks with Planet Hollywood to confirm 
the comfort or, or the, the ease of, of fitting 3,000 blue noses into the celebrity ballroom on the Thursday and Friday nights for the convention next year. And as I mentioned last week, we are liaising with the hotel directly just to establish the, the absolute numbers that we can hit for the ballroom so that the guests are comfortable. And so that there's enough seats, you know, it's not just everyone standing. We wouldn't do that, of course, absolutely not. And and just try and get to, towards a, a an appropriate layout with um, you know with the more casual style which they, they call reception style which is a bit of a casual layout and a bit of a different seating arrangement there'll be you know lower tables high top tables a lot of areas just to kind of blend and and um, and you know and get socializing and things like that but you know 3000 is the limit that we're told that we can comfortably fit into the space and as I said last week I just want to make sure that Planet Hollywood's version of comfortable matches with Nars's version so that we're not slamming people in that we'll just have zero interest in, in doing that. So where things are at right now at the time of recording is that Planet Hollywood will be coming back to us with a floor plan for the Thursday and Friday nights, midweek is what they said. And we'll review as a convention subcommittee and I dare say there will likely be some dialogue and, and maybe some negotiation back and forth before we land on something. And... I know I've said this before, but if 3,000 won't fit in there comfortably, then we'll have to rethink the layout and therefore the number of tickets that we're, that we're able to make available for the event. Obviously, we want to sell as many as we possibly can to get as many bears there as we possibly can, and we will definitely endeavour to do that, but not to the detriment of your creature comfort when you get there. So uh, we have a wee bit of work to do on that this week, and then we should hopefully be in a good position to truly determine the discernible next steps at next week's pod. I know I said that last week for this week, but these things are moving a wee bit slower. Vegas is getting busier, so the people we're dealing with are getting a wee bit busier and not and not getting back to us as quickly as they as they were when things were a wee bit quieter. So we are at the mercy of Plant Hollywood on this one. They are on it and they will get the information to us that we need and we will see where we go from there. Regarding the hotel rooms, we are just about there uh, with the, the modest increase to the room block that I'd mentioned over the last ooh, couple of pods, I think I mentioned it uh, on. And, and we have, and once we have that confirmed, we'll get that out there for folks who have yet to book to actually get to book as well. From a travel partner update perspective, we did indeed, I did indeed have a meeting with Roseanne from the Holiday and Flight Centre last week and and we now have some active dialogue going on about how best to establish and grow this partnership as we as we move forward. The, the one we think from our perspective is that I appreciate that we're a wee bit late in getting to this one. So the typical expected benefits that we'd like to enjoy from this, you know, for example, them, them being able to offer, you know, a full suite of, of offerings in terms of flights and hotel rooms and event tickets and stuff like that has kind of passed us by for this particular convention and, and not in terms of anyone made a mistake or we were sleeping at the wheel or anything like that. We've just never done anything like this or, or entered into a partnership like this before because we've never really truly had the demand uh, that we've gotten for this particular convention. So it isn't something that slipped through our fingers or slipped through the cracks per se. It's more of a case of if we can still help the bears who have still to organise their travel, how best do we do that? So stay tuned and we'll we'll hopefully have a wee bit more positive or, or definitive, I should say, information to share on that next week. And if we can do something, we would definitely like to do that. Another wee plug like I do every week for the convention frequently asked questions document that's on our website and any questions you have will most likely be able to be answered by reading that. 
From another business perspective for this week, I have some NARSA kind of admin housekeeping stuff uh, to share and, and I'll start with the positive part of that and then we'll, we'll unfortunately kind of have to end on a bit of a negative. But the positive one, firstly, you'll remember that after our annual general meeting back in at the beginning of June, June 5th, we had two open positions that, that weren't filled up to and including the AGM election one for treasurer and one for marketing and sponsorship director. And since then, we've been actively engaging in dialogue with candidates for both roles. And I am more than delighted to tell you tonight that our NARSA executive for the term 2021 to 23 is now at full complement and we have Alec Grant from the Big Apple Bears Ranger Supporters Club in New York being confirmed as our treasurer and Lorraine Spence from London Ranger Supporters Club confirmed as our marketing and sponsorship director. So as communicated to all member clubs, the, the formal nomination and seconding process was followed and communicated to each club. We received no formal objections by today's deadline, so we now have both formally confirmed and will be working with them over the coming weeks to bed them in to the fold and, and get them up to speed and get them transitioned in and delivering for us as quickly as they possibly can. So I would like to place on record my sincere thanks to both Alec and and Lorraine for their patience and perseverance to get us to this spot. Both had actually reached out to me directly on AGM day, you know, believe it or not, that's, you know, just over six weeks ago now. And for one reason or another, it did take us a wee while just to get to this point and get things over the line. So great for them to, to, to continue their, their interest in the roles and, and also to be patient with us as we work through the various steps that we had to work through to get us here. And also a special thank you once again. I know I've done this a couple of times, but I, I will never stop. And thanking NARSA Secretary Sandra Hawthorne for stepping into the interim treasurer role two years ago when the role became vacant after David McDowell's departure from the executive. None of us realised at the time how long the interim nature of that would be and her holding the fort would last for obviously the COVID situation that we had. But Sandra did a great job of holding it all together and keeping the lights on. And I'm sure she's now probably the happiest person in North America to be able to be transitioning to Alec over the next wee while. So thanks again, Sandra. Thanks again to Lorraine and Alec as well. So great news that we have our full complement now. And now on to the not so good news. Uh, unfortunately, I received an email just this morning from uh, David Fletcher from the Vancouver Rangers Supporters Club, president of the, the Vancouver Rangers Supporters Club, which stated the following. The Vancouver Rangers Supporters Club held their AGM on Saturday, July 17th, 2021. Under new business, a motion was presented to end their membership in NARSA. The resulting vote was unanimous, therefore we are withdrawing our membership in NARSA with immediate effect. On behalf of the executive and membership, David J. Fletcher, President, Vancouver RSC. Unfortunately, right now that's literally all I know. There, there, there was no prior notice or anything like that provided and, and no inclination that, that we were moving in that direction at all. We have, as an executive, been trying to dialogue with Vancouver Ranger Supporters Club for quite some time to help them resolve some RTV issues they were having last season. 
But unfortunately, there was no desire from them to get around the table to have this conversation, which is a real shame. They had intimated at the AGM, the NARSA AGM, that they would that they were considering or would be opting out of the collective RTV deal, which was a was one of the main topics that we wanted to discuss with them, just to to talk about you know the fact that that's not in keeping with the collective agreement that we have with RTV, and it's not something that NARSA would support and, and myself personally would support. But anyway, my my experience with things like this is the final decision to leave is is typically the, the very end of the process and and one party is already planning for the next steps long, long before the actual final decision comes. So not to speculate, of course, because we weren't afforded the opportunity to speak with, with David and his committee, but I have to say I'm... I'm kind of I'm I'm beyond disappointed at losing such a prominent club uh, from the Narsa family who have been very ingrained in Narsa, having hosted multiple conventions. They had they had Jim Morrison, one of their members, be our webmaster for for years and years and years for for Narsa, and of course having David sit as president from twenty sixteen to eighteen, and then be his um, be the the past president since that point as well. So to that end. As as David is no longer part of an Arsa club, he is has been is obviously not Narsa past president effective immediately as well. So the slightly good news is that if you are visiting Vancouver and you do want to hang out with some beers, all is not lost. We do have a great club in the Vancouver downtown Rangers Supporters Club there. And I know that Fraser and the guys there are between venues for right now but are actively seeking new digs as I as I speak literally so when they get them they'll certainly let the world know and if you happen to be in those neck that neck of the woods I should say then by all means please go and pay the boys and girls there a visit and I'm sure they would be happy to see you and on the topic of NARSA clubs we do have a friend of NARSA Richard Martin who is trying to establish a NARSA club presence in none other than one of the main centres of the creation of NASA, Detroit, Michigan. So, or Michigan, maybe I'm supposed to say. Michigan, Michigan, you know, what a potato, potato, that sort of thing. But he did pop a teaser out uh, onto Twitter last week to gauge interest. And my understanding is that he has had enough interest that he requested... um, understand or or he requested to know where the the application form for NARSA membership was. So I'm going to take that as a good sign and and hopefully Richard is progressing that. I did take a quick peek on the Twitter feed today and and there was a couple of things I didn't quite understand which I'm assuming is um, you know fans of that Yahoo club from the from the East End but the you know it seems to be that that everything is is going in the good direction. People have some support for that and, and providing some guidance and advice and things like that as well. So, you know, every cloud has a bit of a silver lining and I'd love to, to see a presence in Detroit again for NASA. So good luck to Richard with, with trying to, to build a, an established club there. And please, once again, let me know if there's anything I can do to help. And if anyone else wants to to lend some support or get involved with, with Richard helping to re-establish the, the presence in Detroit, you can reach him on at UK Tent Boy on Twitter and Instagram. So that's at U-K-T-E-N-T-B-O-Y. UK Tent Boy on both Twitter and Instagram. He seems to be more active on Twitter, but there is an Instagram presence there as well. From an interview perspective, unfortunately, we didn't manage to get a chance to chat to Andy Gray about our joint endeavour to get him formally nominated and inducted into the Scottish Football Hall of Fame. 
But we just, I was hoping we were going to make it happen last week. Admittedly, I didn't get a chance to chase him up. I was hoping he would chase me up and then both of us would remind each other and then we would, we would make it happen. But we didn't quite manage to do that. So I will endeavour to try and get that done for this week because I always enjoy talking to Andy and, and his, his story and, and the story of how this all got going is, is, is a pretty good one as well. So we'll try and get that one for you as quickly as we can. On to the communication section, some things I did want to mention from a communication perspective this past week. Firstly, from a Ranger Shares perspective, the, the open issue did close on Friday of last week and I hope that if you wanted in on the action that you did indeed get in within the, the requisite time parameters that they had in place. And I have a couple of wee minor errors to correct from last week's information that I shared around Rangers revenue growth and Champions League automatic qualification and I'm starting to notice now that people only ever contact me when I've done something wrong so so it's no wonder I don't have any confidence it really is so I, I said last week that uh, Rangers had, had a 25% growth on the uh, revenue growth um, since 2015-16 but the revenue growth since 2015-16 is actually 25% per annum and I didn't do my research enough to, to actually determine that was the case even although I knew the mathematics didn't really work out the way that I had it when I said the 25% last week so the way I made it sound last week was it was 25% overall which is way less impressive of course and way way less uh, profitable for, for the club than 25% per annum so this one I'm more than happy to clarify because it's better for the club and when I said that Rangers would get automatic qualification to the group stages of the Champions League if we win the league this season coming or this, this coming season I'm told that it's only if the competition is won by a club which would have any way have qualified through its league position which is obviously very likely that that's happening, but it's, it's worth mentioning anyway. So I'm not 100% sure of all the scientific calculations behind that or whether that's 100% true, but I'm going to stick my neck out and say we'll qualify for the group stages if we win this season automatically and, and hope that the rest of it all actually works out like that as well. So I hope these points clarified will help you sleep a little bit better at night and knowing that you always, always get the facts from the Narsa Weekly Update podcast, eventually. So Rangers announced last week that they are also launching a new Rangers Soccer Academy in Abu Dhabi, which reminds me of a fun fact. The people of Saudi Arabia hate the Flintstones, but the people of Abu Dhabi do. Yeah, I said it. Anyway, the part of the article reads, <laughs> Supported directly by Rangers Football Club in partnership with CBF, sessions will be open to boys and girls with the academy also looking to promote the female game in the region. Coaches from Rangers Soccer Academy will be based in Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi to deliver the sessions while there will also be opportunities for young players to come to Scotland to visit Ibrox and Rangers Academy. This is just the latest step for, the, for Rangers as the club's innovative International strategy continues to expand into the Middle East with the Late Blues already having partner clubs in Germany, the United States and India as well as soccer academy collaborations with clubs across the globe. I just really love the truly global feel to this article and there's a lot more to it um, and we'll put the, the blurb or sorry the, the, the link in the blurb to the, to the podcast tonight but just another foundational step for the club in, in our quest to 
genuinely have a have a have a strategic footprint across the globe. So so congratulations and 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 good luck to everyone involved with that. And you may also have seen on the Rangers website our friends at NordVPN had an article on the site last week reminding people of the dangers of connecting to unsecured Wi-Fi networks while they are out and about. And it's all the more important now when when the world is staging a comeback to whatever our new normal is going to be. And it is actually a really good article and, and a good read and provides a number of basic practical steps to protect yourself as much as possible. So I would encourage you to go and take a peek at it. And I'll put, a, again, I'll put a link to the article in the blurb, in the, in the blurb sorry, for the pod tonight. And I wanted to mention some important things happening with our friends down at Orange County Soccer Club. Firstly, you might remember that I mentioned, I think it was a few weeks back, maybe a couple of weeks back, that they were hosting a, a joint series of Soccer Academy camp events this week. There was a, a number of different things that they're doing, and that culminates in a, a Rangers-themed night at this coming Saturday's Orange County match against Sacramento Republic Football Club, with the kickoff being 7pm local time. So today was was the start of, of the Rangers uh, OCSC camp and, and what is hopefully planned to be many with uh, nearly 100 kids signing up for the four days of training and, and using a Rangers design curriculum with uh, a newly arrived Rangers coach keeping an eye on all the kids and trying their very best to spot future talent, of course. And the overall aim right now is, as I mentioned, to, to host many more of these camps and, and maybe at least one annually as we go forward with the partnership with Orange County. So for Saturday night's game, which is also live on ESPN+, Plus, the streaming channel for folks in the US, they, they have a range of planned Scottish activities, including a bagpiper and Highland dancing and a skills competition at halftime where you might see some of the Orange County Rangers Supporters Club members there and you get a, they'll get a chance to win some whiskey and some iron brew and there'll be some announcements for the Ibrooks organizers, some video messaging and uh, from Rangers themselves and some celebrity appearances as well. So I know that Brian Campbell and the Orange County Rangers Supporters Club are working closely with Dan Rutstein from Orange County to try and get as many bears as possible to the game to enjoy the festivities. So I hope they have a great evening. If you need any other information on that, please don't hesitate to get in contact with me directly and I'll pass you on to Brian if you don't have his details. And good luck to everyone involved in that one. It's great to see some activity happening as the world continues to open up. And almost last on the communications front for this week, you'll probably have seen on the weekend there that the club welcomed the newly crowned world's strongest man, Tom Stoltman, to Ibrox just on the weekend there. If you get a chance, go check out the video that's posted on RTV with Tom. He speaks very well and, and you can just feel this fella's absolute excitement and passion for, for Rangers Football Club. Very, very good to see. I watched it again earlier today and just had a smile on my face when I was watching it. You know, the guy is a, is a big time Rangers fan and thrilled to be invited to Ibrox and uh, certainly seems to have his have his head screwed on right as well and it made me think that when that mob from the East End were on top they rolled out this crinkly old rocker Rod Stewart as their best and brightest star fan and we have literally the strongest human being in the world not even a close comparison I love it so you remember last week I mentioned that we are going to organise a giveaway for the two tickets for the five stars event the manager's dinner 
which is being held on March the 3rd and 4th, 2022 at the Double Tree by Hilton in Glasgow, featuring three of my best mates, Graham Soonis, Walter Smith and Alex McLeish, and what is destined to be a, a future best mate of mine, Dick Advocate, as well. So we'll work out the best way to do the competition and we'll get we'll get going on that shortly if someone reminds me and I don't forget again. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so one last time, I did give people a wee bit of a commentary on the festivities that we had we had planned here for Calgary this past weekend. And I, and I would like to thank everyone who made the effort to come along uh, to the Rangers Supporters Club of Calgary 55 celebration party at the Palomino. And we, we did have a few of those typical count me in, I'll be there, and then they don't actually show up types, which is just a shame. But the folks who did show up had a great time, myself included. And you might remember I expressed a wee bit of can I say concern into what sort of condition I might get into uh, without having the positive influence of either Erin or Leo being there to guide my overall behavioural compass. And let's just say that when you think the night ended hours before it actually practically did end, and I was present for more of the party that can than I can actually remember, that'll give you a bit of a sense of how that went down. Thankfully, I, I have a wonderful family that helps me get home and when when I have one of these runaways and I managed to get home and feel not too, too bad yesterday. So thankfully, I don't have to celebrate another title win for about another six or seven months or so. And by then, I'll be back in full fighting fitness and raring to go for the next party. But a great time was had by all. And thanks again for everyone for showing up. And of course, to the Palomino staff for for being such great hosts. So that'll do it for this week, my friends. As always... Thank you very, very much for taking the time to listen and please do share it with anyone that you think might enjoy it. And until this time next week, take care of yourselves. All the very best. Cheerio.